0: Hey everybody! This is Andrew Ramírez with the Bad Parents Podcast, and today's message is 2020 Vision. Good day, everybody, and happy New Year! Happy 2020! This is Andrew L. Ramírez with the inaugural. Bad Parent Podcast Post, and thank you for being here. Uh, I want to wish you and your family the best 2020 to come forward, and as we venture into this very first podcast to talk about 2020 vision, uh, I want to talk a little bit about some backstory, why I'm here, and why you might have a vested interest in even following me on this Bad Parents. Journey, and so a lot of people ask me, "So, what's this whole bad parents thing all about, and why why, why do you keep talking about it?" Well, I realized uh, now that I'm 43 that there are things that we do as parents um, that cause us to be unhappy, and and bad parents aren't bad parents necessarily because they treat their kids bad. It's because we treat ourselves bad and I didn't realize this until probably 13 years ago I was about 30 years old and uh, my wife and I were living in our first home with our older daughter and I would come home from work and I would be I was like a zombie Um, I was fat and overweight at the time I was drinking uh, probably the most amount of alcohol that I ever drank in my life and it was causing problems In my life, and uh, I had a good career. I had a good job. I had a. I was. I was a corporate manager uh, in one of the largest uh, telecommunications companies in the world. And uh, on the outside, everything looked hunky-dory. Yet, on the inside, I was dying. Right. Um, Physically I was in bad shape I was out of shape I was overweight by 50 pounds I was drinking alcohol I was eating horrible food On the inside uh, I didn't have much spirituality I had all this torment going in and on side A lot of it uh, stemming from daddy issues That I could never satisfy or never resolve um, Which caused conflicts in my relationship with my wife which then caused financial problems because we wanted to spend uh, you know, money to make us feel better on vacations and uh, different things going out and giving the illusion that everything was fine and driving cars and all this other good stuff. Uh, lo and behold, we were uh, secretly unhappy. I was secretly unhappy. And so I'd come home from work at times and I was completely checked out. Uh, and my wife would be like, uh, where are you? Like, what are you thinking about? What are you doing? Where have you been? Like, you're here, but you're not even here. Um, and for whatever reason, um at the at, at that moment I actually heard what she started to say and I thought, just a little thought crossed my mind and said, Where I am in my life is not really who I am. I'm supposed to be a happy, healthy, you know, wealthy guy, yet I'm I'm here and I feel miserable. And I and all I wanted to do was feel fulfillment. And initially I thought that Money would solve the problem, and it, it, it had been the thing that had been i 'd been chasing my entire life. Actually, the corporate career is what drew me farther and farther away from my 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 family because the higher I climbed the ladder, uh, the farther I drew away from my family and so i I knew internally at the time that money wasn 't necessarily what I was looking for uh, it, it was more of an internal piece it was it was more of what I came to understand. As, as consciousness. And so um, I started to go to seminars and read books and follow all of these different uh, quote-unquote successful people, the success that I wanted, no longer that corporate su- success, more like of, a, of an entrepreneurial p- success where people were following their, their passions and their purpose and, and making changes in people's life, the changes that I wanted to experience. Uh, and so I started down that journey. But again, it's, it all started with uh, me falling into the shiny Shiny objects, what is it called shiny object syndrome, where I started chasing what they were throwing at me, and what everybody was throwing at me was opulence. they were throwing money they were throwing get rich, um, and so I started again to chase this uh, ghost of money, uh, and so I started reading money books and attending money seminars, and started to you know look into internet marketing and all these other things that were ended up being. Uh, get get rich quick, which actually made me get poorer even faster. Um, I, I joined multi level marketing, which is uh, actually where things started to change. Because at the point, I hit this wall, and i i, I couldn't I couldn't get any more because the farther I seemed to be going in the direction I wanted, it it actually took me farther from the direction I wanted to go. It was just this weird contrast because I was learning, but I was still going down the same rabbit hole, just in a different modality. It was no longer corporate. It was now following all of these quote-unquote gurus. Um, and so it wasn't until I found um, multi-level marketing that, uh, that 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 I realized that I had hit this wall. Uh, and inside of that, we started to learn a little bit more about um, spirituality and life and uh, experiencing bliss at home and fulfillment, uh, relationships and all these different things as opposed to the money. Um, and And so... I journeyed down that path, and uh, I studied, and and I started, I started to really uh, introspect on my life and to see certain things. And so, uh, it was one day, like the, the, when everything kind of changed. Uh, I came home from work one day, and uh, I was still working at corporate America. the The, the whole multi level thing was on the side, but I came home from work one day. I'm fat, out of shape. I'm stressed out. I used to go to the bar every day to drink to try to suppress some of the. The the stress that I had and the anger that I had uh, before getting home, which, uh, as I mentioned earlier, only caused more problems. And so I sat on the outside of my house, and I sat on the driveway. There's a little wall, and I sat on the wall, and I said, something has to change. I don't know what, but something has to change. I said, if I go inside and I continue to drink, it's going to cause more problems with my wife and I. It's going to make me feel worse. I'm going to feel like crap again tomorrow morning and deal with the same revolutionary, not revolutionary, but the same cycle, the same cycle that I've been living for the last, God knows, 10 years. So that day I decided to do something different. And so I went inside and I put on a pair of tennis shoes and I said, I'm going to go and I'm going to run as far as I can to try to expel some of this energy. It wasn't something I had read. It wasn't something that I had listened to. It wasn't something that I had heard. It was just something that I felt. It was this, this innate thing that said work out the energy through exercise and so I put on those shoes I put on my shorts I put on a shirt and at 215 pounds I started running and I ran and I ran and I ran as far as as fast and as far as I could and I got about three houses Away from my house, before I I was just gasping for air. I was completely out. I didn't realize how out of shape I was. I hadn't gone very far, and I stood there humped over, breathing in and out, just trying to gasp for air. My side was hurting. My legs were burning. My heart was pumping. Uh, my 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 head was starting to drench in sweat. I hadn't even been gone in ten minutes. I mean, we're talking we're talking a few houses here. But the most interesting thing happened. When I caught my breath, I felt this most unbelievable sense of relief. And it was something that I had been looking for. The stress was gone in my life. Everything seemed a little bit clearer. And it was all because of a run. So I made this plan. I said, wow. I said, if I can take this fitness challenge that I just gave myself running um, 200 yards and it could make me feel this way. Imagine what could happen if I did that in my family life and in my financial life. And then it dawned on me too that there was one major area that I was failing in as well was in my faithful life. In my faith, I had left religion years prior. And so I said, let me set out to see how far I can run. In each of those areas, metaphorically speaking, of course. How far can I run? Instead of doing the things that I'm used to doing, coming home, drinking, fighting with my wife, going to bed angry, getting up, going to work, blah blah blah, spending money, you know, being angry with the wife for spending her money, you know, forgetting about listening to the voice inside in God, and 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 and, and, and you know, missing my my daughters soccer games or going hungover to those games and, and all these different things. I said, what if I ran as far as I could in each one? And so I started to set out on that mission. And so I started to run as fast as I could in my relationships. I tried to fix my relationship with my, my wife. I started having those difficult conversations. And I started having conversations with God and writing and reading and all these different things that I felt would connect me to God. And I started to do this and that. And what I ended up finding was that it was all too much. And so I I rode this cycle of start and stop and start and stop and start and stop and I would quit and go and quit and go and quit and go and over and over and over again I just grew more frustrated because I couldn't find the right combination of doing things because I was trying to do too much on top of my career and my life and being a dad and being a son and a coach and all these other things that I had. And so I started to focus on one thing. And it was very simple. And I said, what is the most simplest minimum thing that I could do? What is the most rudimentary habit? What is the the the, 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 the simplest thing that could, the, the stupidest thing that I could do that is so simple that if I didn't do it, I'd be like, You're a dummy. And so what I committed to doing was getting up at five o'clock in the morning, which I had tried. Uh, 10 years uh, prior, every year, every day, every year, I said, tomorrow I'm going to get up at 5, tomorrow I'm going to get up at 5, tomorrow i get up at 5, never got up. But this time I said, I'm going to get up at 5 and I'm going to do three things. I'm going to read, I'm going to run, and I'm going to write. And that's all I committed to. And I wanted to read so that I could take in new information, new knowledge, because I learned that faith is built through knowledge. I wanted to write, so that I could get out what was inside of me, and I wanted to run so that I could expel the energy that I knew that I had building up inside of me. And it was just a simple habit, and it was based upon uh, probably an instinct. I mean, I'm sure I had read somewhere in the past... That you know, high-ranking executives and all these people, the first thing they do is they exercise, and once they exercise, they open up their paper or their you know the daily blog or whatever it is to get some pieces. I'm sure I've read that somewhere, um, but at this time in my life, all I knew was I wanted to focus on those three things: reading, running, and writing. And with a short amount of time, doing a half hour, ten minutes of each of those things—reading, running, and writing—every day. It completely shaped or reshaped my life. I was able to build on those habits and get into shape, fix my relationships. I was able to become more present. I was able to connect with the voice that I had ignored so long inside of me. And I was able now to begin a journey where I was able to change my life and make a clear vision of what I actually wanted to do and knew the habits that I had to create in order to establish that and so while i started out completely disconnected searching for money in order to create this happiness inside this transformation happened where i was able to spend more time with my family with myself with my kids with my students who were who were who were who were, who were kids who were kids at the time um, with my parents and family. I was able to connect with God through spirituality and through prayer and through meditation. I was able to get my finances under control. I was able to get in the best shape of my life and finish you know, Spartan races and all these different fun things that I was able to do. It all started with this simple routine. And so as we talk about today that backstory that got me here, maybe why you want to listen to me, I want to talk about this 2020 vision that you may have set for yourself because 2020 is a new decade. It's a new year and you probably are anticipating big things in your life. But if you look back at your 2020 or rather if you look back at your backstory, how many times did you do what I did? How many times did you repeat the same cycles. How many times have you said, I'm going to get up at 5 o'clock? How many times did you say, I'm going to start a diet or I'm going to start an exercise. Or, I'm going to save money or I'm going to work out um, with my, my partner. Or, I'm going to, whatever, whatever it is in any area of your life, how many times have you said you're going to do it but haven't done it or started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped? I'll give you this. For 2020, talking about the vision that you may have for yourself, I encourage you to start with something very simple, something simple that can change your life. And what I'm gonna be committing to doing here is talking about those simple steps that I took, uh, the lessons that I learned on a daily basis that helped me get over those hurdles and to continue to live the life that I am able to live today. So I too can help you because I feel that it is my mission in life, I feel that it is my purpose in life to be to share the gifts that I've been given. So on this inaugural post for the Bad Parents Podcast, I tell you this. You're not a bad parent because of the way you treat your children. You're a bad parent because of the way you treat yourself. So it's time for you to start treating yourself better today, not tomorrow. It's time to treat yourself better and give yourself some credit for everything that you've been through and everything that you've done. And if you follow me along on this journey, I want to work with you together through my voice, through my vision to help you get to the place where you want to go. This is Andrew Ramirez with the Bad Parents Podcast saying, have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Bad Parents Podcast, where we covered off on the inaugural podcast called 2020 Vision. And this is Andrew Ramirez signing off saying, learn, live, and lead your way to the legacy. We'll see you tomorrow and have a great day.